This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Cotton finds Hill support. USDA told to post inspection information. Gray Wolf delisting. Bill Boos Ice Force. And what's your beef? Lawmakers who control USDA's budget throwing their support behind the cotton industry's request for new subsidies. Draft report language for the House spending bill for USDA and FDA supports giving cotton producers another ginning cost share payment. The House Appropriations Committee is set to vote on both the non-binding report and the fiscal 18 spending bill this morning. The non-binding report also supports adding cottonseed as an eligible commodity under the price loss coverage program. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has made it clear he's unlikely to do that. Restore inspection reports, USDA told. House Committee also is pushing back on a decision by the incoming Trump administration to limit access to animal welfare inspection records. The committee report calls on USDA to promptly finish reviewing inspection information on its website and then restore all legally permissible records that were previously removed and resume posting new information. The appropriators also want USDA to develop plans for a vaccine bank to combat an outbreak of foot-and-mouth disease. The department also would be directed to estimate the cost for starting and maintaining the vaccine supply. Nearly two dozen swine veterinarians from around the country are on Capitol Hill this week asking lawmakers to include funding for the FMD vaccine bank and the new farm bill. The livestock industry is asking Congress for $150 million annually for five years to set up that bank. House appropriators also to debate horse slaughter ban. The amendments to the USDA spending bill that the House committee will consider today include an extension to the ban on horse slaughter. The ban enjoys significant GOP support, and Representative Charlie Dent, a Republican of Pennsylvania, expected to propose the extension. Interior Environment Spending Bill on tap today. A separate bill to fund the Interior Department and EPA would remove Endangered Species Act protections for gray wolves in Wyoming and the Western Great Lakes region. The draft bill also would block environmental groups from challenging those delistings in court. Like a separate funding measure for the Corps of Engineers, the Interior EPA bill also would authorize EPA to bypass the Administrative Procedure Act in withdrawing the 2015 Waters of the U.S. rule. EPA and the Army Corps recently announced their proposal to withdraw the rule, but the plan has yet to appear in the Federal Register, which would officially kick off a comment period. The bill would give EPA $7.5 billion for fiscal 2018, $528 million below the current year level, but $1.9 billion above what President Trump had requested. The bill will be considered by the House Interior Environment Appropriations Subcommittee later this afternoon. Bill gives ICE 1,000 new agents. House appropriators are moving to provide President Trump with the big boost in domestic immigration enforcement that he wants. The House's fiscal 2018 Homeland Security spending bill would give Immigration and Customs Enforcement an additional $620 million, including money to hire a 1,000 additional law enforcement officers and 606 support staff. The bill also would allow ICE to expand its detention capacity by 
4,676 beds to a total of 44,000. The House Homeland Appropriations Subcommittee set to debate the bill this afternoon. Biotech potential to fruit vegetable growers gets focus. The House Agriculture Committee is holding a hearing today on the issues facing fruit and vegetable growers, and one of the messages lawmakers will be hearing about is the potential benefits of biotechnology. Andy Levine, the president and CEO of the American Seed Trade Association, will tell the committee that science-based policies are critical to the fruit and vegetable sector. Levine argues that gene editing offers the chance to use biotechnology to combat diseases that are a problem for fruit and vegetable growers. Purdue meets school nutrition chiefs. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is in Atlanta today to speak to the School Nutrition Association. That's a group that had a rocky relationship with Purdue's predecessor, Tom Vilsack. Purdue is not expected to make any new policy announcements today. He's already acted to delay a further reduction in sodium and an increase in whole grains in school meals. He also is allowing schools to start serving flavored 1% milk. Grassley ethanol issue being used as RFS leverage. Senator Chuck Grassley says a bill to remove the summertime vapor limit on higher ethanol blends faces strong opposition from the oil industry in the Senate. The Iowa Republican says oil companies see the issue as a bargaining chip over the future of the renewable fuel standard. They're using this as leverage to get part of a compromise of what's going to be in the RFS beyond 2022. What's your beef? That's actually the title of the new infographic produced by the USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service to explain to the public exactly what different state grades mean. Not all beef is created equal, and USDA breaks down the definitions of the USDA Prime, USDA Choice, and USDA Select grades and what they mean for the quality of your next barbecue. The folks at AMS have also produced new colorful diagrams to explain safety, labeling, and grading for poultry and eggs. Which came first? AMS doesn't say, but the agency does spell out why the best eggs get a double A grading. It's all in the yolk. Here's today's He Said It. The budget challenge in this farm bill will be very hard to overcome, perhaps as hard as it's ever been. This is especially true if congressional budget resolutions call for additional savings. That Senator Chuck Grassley on the difficulty of writing the new farm bill, given the demands for funding and the possibility of additional cuts. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.